Does that work? Yeah, that works. Awesome. Great. Hey, I, I am delighted to see everyone here and really delighted to have uh, Clay Harrington here with us. And I, I do want to say some people tonight are going to get healed physically of things. Some, some of us are going to be set free from things that have plagued us for years. Things like depression, like doubt, like just the, these thoughts that just keep coming back. And, and we just have a hard time getting over them. And, and really what we need is freedom uh, from the enemy's attacks. And there's going to be freedom for you if that's what you're facing. That's going to be freedom for you tonight too. So um, what we're going to do right now is receive an offering. And uh, we do this because it gives us a chance to be part of things. And I want to read a couple of verses to you from Third John. In Third John, the Apostle John's writing, and he, he, he says, You will do well to, to send them on their way in a manner worthy of God. And he's speaking here of itinerant people who have come through the, their church, through their city. We know that because of the next thing he says. He says, for they went out for the sake of the name. So they left their homes for the sake of Jesus, the name of Jesus, to expand the kingdom. And accepting nothing from the Gentiles, meaning they're not going out with some card up their sleeve, some way to support themselves that, uh, other than just trusting God. And he says, therefore, we ought to support such men so that we may be fellow workers with the truth. And that's the phrase I wanted to get to. You know, it's one thing for us to provide to have a guest speaker here uh, out of the general fund. And we do that. But it's, it's a whole other thing when you and I get to reach into our wallets and say, I'm going to honor this person. I'm going to honor this person because they did leave their family at home. And, and they came here to bless us. And they're bringing something to bless us. And so a way I can honor them is to open my wallet and to give. And so when you do that... You're, you're, blessing, you're blessing Clay, and there's a blessing that returns to you. If nothing else, just the blessing of knowing I was part of that. I was a concrete part of that. So I'm going to pray, and uh, then we're going to, you can find your baskets on the left side of the row there if you'd grab those. And, uh, and as soon as I'm done praying and start passing them down, then I'm going to hand the, the microphone over to Wilson, and he's going to actually introduce Clay. So, Father, uh, thank you. Thank you that uh, death was arrested. Thank you that death, death was stopped dead in its tracks and we're free. Thank you for that, Jesus. And we give right now to honor you and, and because we love you and we want to advance that message that there is freedom through Jesus. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you can um, pass the offering and the ushers can receive it. Thanks, everybody. All right, how are you guys doing? So, there's a couple of things I want to tell you about Clay. I've known Clay since 2014. I met him when I was in uh, Champaign, Urbana for the, for the first School of Kingdom ministry training that I ever went to. And Clay and I went out and prayed for people in the mall. And I just want to tell you, you're going to hear tonight from a true evangelist. All right, you're in the midst of a true five-fold evangelist. Someone who's easily led hundreds, if not a thousand plus people to Christ in the streets. That's not even close to an exaggeration. Um, and you know, Jesus said in, in the Gospels, receive a prophet in the name of a prophet and you receive a prophet's reward. And he said, receive a righteous man in the name of a righteous man and you receive a righteous man's reward. 
And so the saying continues, so receive an evangelist in the name of an evangelist, and you receive an evangelist's reward. What Jesus is saying there is, when you recognize the gifting on someone's life, when you recognize the grace that God has put on someone's life, and you receive them not just for who they are in the flesh, in the natural, but also that gifting, you actually get kind of like some of that grace onto you. And you get to flow in some of that gifting too. So man, when I'm around somebody like Clay, I'm just like in receive mode the whole time. I'm just, everything he's doing, everything he says, I'm studying, I'm listening so that I can grow in the area that he is, you know, so mature in. So that's one thing that's just amazing about Clay. I would just say, get your hearts open, get your hearts ready, because let's be real, the church needs more evangelists, right? Like what would it look like if everyone in this room tomorrow went and shared the gospel with somebody? And then the next day did the same thing, and the next day did the same thing. That would turn Cincinnati upside down, right? But the other thing I want to say about Clay um, he is such a man of honor. People who have huge gifting and people who are gifted like Clay sometimes kind of are like too cool, you know, for school. And they're like all about themselves. But the thing is with Clay, I haven't, I haven't felt like I had to earn respect from him. I never felt like I had to get to know him for him to be kind to me or for him to give me a minute to talk or whatever. From the moment I met him, he has honored me and been kind to me and loved me and just treated me like a younger brother. And so getting around people like that, that are gifted, that are leading people to the, uh, Christ in the streets, just like in droves, but also keep it real everywhere they go and who are just kind people. You know, Paul said to outdo one another with honor. That's Clay. He's somebody who outdoes others with honor. So let's just stand up and outdo Clay and honor him tonight. Thank you, Clay, for coming. We love you, bro. My boy Wilson's out doing it in honor right there. That's awesome, bro. Love you, man. Am I too loud? Huh? Am I a little too loud? Yeah, y'all wouldn't say I would be too loud anyway. Y'all be like, nah. But I'm like yelling. But I don't want to. I don't want to yell too much. Uh, I get like really like fiery and rah rah. So I'm gonna try to tone down a little bit, not to scare anybody for the first night or anything. Because I want y'all to come back tomorrow, and then the service after that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, how are you guys doing? Y'all doing well? You guys are amazing. It's, it's like I'm with family here. You know what I mean? Like I've been here twice before. And each time I come back, I always leave with a good taste in my mouth. I always leave knowing that, you know, you guys are in good hands and that you guys are a great family pressing in for more. The fact that you guys are doing School of Kingdom Ministry, the fact that you guys have been to More Love, More Power conferences, the fact that I know so many people that have visited here and said great things. And I just want to go ahead and say that you guys are a keeper of the flame. You guys are a keeper of the flame here near and far away. I believe that this region is blessed with having you here because for this region, you're a watering hole. And I believe that there's a keeper of the flame mentality here that you got to guard. Because it will be, the enemy will try to snatch it or, or quench it. Or put it out. But I believe that you guys are a keeper of the flame here. And I, and, and, and I really, really love coming. I love coming here regardless if I'm speaking or not. But I love the fact that I'm actually out here on the stage. And just be, to be able to bless out and pour out as a love offering. But I also believe that not only because of, you know, being here, pouring out and, and all that. I see you guys as a Holy Spirit epicenter. 
You know, and, 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 and I, and if I can just fan the flame just a little bit for you guys, I can leave and go home feeling good. If I could just fan the flame and just stir the pot up just a little bit for you guys, I'm good. I know that I'm good because I know that what you guys are going to do with it, you're going to steward well. When you receive something, you're going to steward it well. And you're in good hands with Van and Lori Cochran. I want to just kind of give a shout out to them right here, right now. I want to shout out to them. The reason why I want to shout out is because they have been faithful with the task that God has entrusted to them. They have been faithful from day one, planning this church, leaving Urbana, coming here to plant this church. They have been faithful and fixated on the call of God on their life and on their heart. And they've never wavered, even though they may have maybe like, like dabbled a little bit. They've always come back and stayed true, fixated to the call. And despite the persecution, despite the, the, the people talking maybe behind their backs and all that, the, 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 the labels they may get, they said, you know what? Forget all that. I'm going to press in for more Jesus. I'm pressing in for more Jesus. And we need leaders like you, especially for this movement. We need leaders like you. So can we honor them real quick? Let's put out your hands. Put out, put out your hands for a minute for me. I just want to bless Van and Lori Cochran, Lord God. I ask that, Father God, everything that they've poured out. Everything that they've poured out, all these years of ministry, all these years of, of maybe being misunderstood or maybe being beat up or maybe being um, taken the wrong way, Lord God, that all that it be converted to a blessing, Lord God, times 10. It'd be converted to a blessing. You've propped them up. You've propped them up. They've humbled themselves under the mighty hand of God. And in the right time, you've propped them up and they've been propped up and they stayed propped up as a faithful steward. And I bless everything that's coming their way and may even more a deluge of blessings pour out on all over their body, all over their ministry, all over this house, all over whatever they touch in Jesus mighty name, whether it be an alpha ministry, whether it be the worship ministry, whether it be everything, the hots ministry, the house groups, whatever they oversee, Lord, may it be dynamic in every way in Jesus mighty name. We pray. Amen. You guys are amazing. Y'all, listen, let's give it up for them again because they are, they are worthy to be honored out here. Let, 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 let's, let's, let's continue to outdo um, people, and outdo the body in honor. If we're going to compete, let's compete in how we honor people, right? <laughs> um, my name is Clay. I'm the po- I like the potter. Clay like the potter. I, I, I work at the uh, Urbana campus. If you don't know, um, I, I, I sit on staff there as the evangelism pastor. Uh, I preach there and uh, I, I'm in charge of other things like outreach initiatives and alpha and hots. In fact, I was with the holla at the hots crew, Wilson and his team. Uh, who's on the hots crew? Raise your hand. I want to give a major shout out to y'all, major shout out to y'all, because you guys are doing your thing and you're doing it big. Today we saw some healings, we saw some people come to Christ, we saw some things. You guys are in the mall, man. I don't think y'all understand how good y'all have it. All right, y'all are in the mall. Are you kidding me? I mean, I was at the I was at the mall and I'm like, you guys are seriously in the mall. I can't. I knew that they were in the mall, but I'm still mesmerized about the fact that they're in the mall for like ten minutes. And I don't wake up. Okay, wake up. Wilson's going, getting down. Ask. I'm like, dang, man. Let me get on my grind. And so, anyways, I'm, I, we're praying for people and everything. And so I do hots on the streets back in Urbana, and we're seeing things. We're seeing things. Um, we're pressing in. We're having fun. We're just, you know, it's it's just a joy and a delight and a privilege to be in Urbana. 
doing what I do. So I get to play a lot. Happen die, let me loose a lot. And it's just fun. It's fun. Sometimes I mess up a little bit and that's okay. But you know, I get back up and we get rolling, you know, because if we're not taking risk and looking stupid at some point, then probably we're not taking enough risk. If, if we're not, if we're not looking stupid occasionally for the kingdom, what are you doing? You're probably in your little comfort zone too much. Probably need to step out, right? All right, that's another day. Okay, okay, we're going to keep it going. So anyway, so I, 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 I do that. And then on the other half of the time, I work part-time for the church. The other half of the time, I do Clay of God. Um, I, 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 I've been birthed with Clay of God ministry, um, and I want to steward that well. And I'm, I get to go out to other churches and speak and preach and, and just impart and equip and do whatever the, the Lord wants me to do um, on the road. Uh, and so I love it. I love it. I have a beautiful wife named Regina. Okay. She's, she holds me down at home. Okay. A picture should be coming up here pretty soon. I have uh, two sets of twins as well, too. Um, yeah, your boy said it. Yeah, there they go. Yeah, two sets of twins. Uh, the first set is, I, we call them the A set because their names are Asaya and Edessa. The second set is, I call them, we call them the E set because their names are Elias and Amelia. Well, anyways, if we had a third set, it would probably be the I set, you know, keeping it real with the vowels, A-E. Uh, and, uh, you know. But we're not having no more. We're done. Okay. Listen, listen, we got two for one deals going on in our family. All right. We got it. We got to, we got to be real easy. We got like a Noah's Ark thing. Someone probably like cursed me with like this Noah's Ark blessing or something. Not playing. It's not a curse, man. It's a blessing. I love, I love, love, love my family. Boy, girl, boy, girl. What, what, you know, first of all, the boy was born first. One minute before the girl, both sets, all right? The first set of twins was born Mother's Day weekend. The second set of twins were born Father's Day weekend. I mean, yeah, I, I asked God for a double-double portion blessing, and apparently he, he wanted to play games with me. You know what I mean? I mean, he's blessed me in other ways, but man, my goodness, man, you're a double. Okay, God, I get it. Hi, it's all good. Heavens are kind of like laughing it up, you know, not at me, but with me because I'm like, dang, that's funny. So anyways, I love, I love, love, love my family. I, I you know, they're, they're my, they're my hearts. They, they definitely keep it real. I'm in the middle of potty training right now and you know, pray for your boy. Cause my goodness, jeez. Potty tree, yeah, for real. Yeah, twice. Y'all know, y'all know the deal. See, the people who've done potty training, they know. And yes, I'm a guy who does potty training, okay? Because I'm a father. It's being real. But besides all that, besides all the titles and responsibilities, besides the fact that uh, I do pastor, I, I do an itinerant, I'm an itinerant evangelist, besides that, besides the fact that I'm a father or an, and a husband, you know what the best title I have? See, I'm a son. I'm a son. First and foremost, that's what makes everything better. The fact that I can relish, the fact that I can rely, the fact that I can rest in my identity as a son makes me a better father. The fact that I can rest in my identity as a son makes me a better man, makes me a better example, makes me a better pastor, makes me a better teacher, evangelist, whatever the case. Whatever the case. Did I just snort? Wow. Ah, ah. Bro, I I never, y'all know I never snort. You know what I mean? Come on. Come on, what's going on? I'm snorting up here on stage, y'all. Y'all, y'all heard that all day. I know you did. Y'all was like, y'all was like, dang, he snorted really? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I'm a son who can snort on stage and be okay with it because I don't rest my identity in what y'all think of me, okay? You know, I don't rest my identity in what people think of me. If I, if, if I was worried about what people thought of me, I'd be a hot mess, okay? I never share the gospel. I never raise my hands in worship. I never do anything 
for the kingdom. If I was worried about what people thought of me. We forgot to be so bold as Christians. We're bold as lions. But we've got to be so bold as lions, bold as Christians to go out and say, you know, I don't care what the world thinks of me. Not in a flippant way, but in a way that honors the Lord. Not in a way that's, you know, that's boisterous and belligerent. No, but in a way that honors and represents the Lord well. Today, I'm going to talk about how we can be a son and daughter. How we can, we, well, first of all, I'm working off the premise that everyone knows that Romans 6.11 says that we are, if you are indeed dead with Jesus, you have died with Christ, and you have been raised again, then you are indeed, therefore, count the cost that you are dead to sin. You are dead to sin. So reckon you are dead to sin and alive to God. Now, if we're dead to sin and alive to God, that's the starting point there. That's when life starts as a Christian. We don't have to worry about the iniquitous habits. We don't have to worry about falling in sin. And if we do happen to, to run, 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 we're running real well. We're running real good. And when we stumble, and next thing you know, we stumble and we're there. Oh, you know what? I, I messed up. Praise God that God forgive, forgave me. I'm good. I'm gone. I'm going to run back to the races. So we're, we're dead to sin. We get that. I'm running off the premise that we understand we are dead to sin and alive to God. But what's it mean to be alive to God? What's it mean to be alive to God? So we got the fact that we're dead to sin. Now we need to understand how to be alive to God. And as sons and daughters, I believe that one of the ways we're alive to God is that we can explore the more that God has given us. We can explore the more that God has given us because there is more and more and more and more for us to press into. So let's leave sin alone and figure out how we can press in for more. Are y'all with me? Okay, let's pray and we'll get it in. Thank you, Father, for your, your, you being here. Holy Spirit, come. Come. Have your way. May you unleash through me and impart in the hearts, into minds, into wills, into desires. Unlock dreams, Father. Unlock dreams, Lord. Incite, provoke in the only way you can incite and provoke. May there be a ruckus tonight in the spirit, in Jesus mighty name. We pray. Amen. Amen. Turn with me to Proverbs 25 too. Yeah, I don't have no scriptures on those slides. So you ought to go back to the old school. You know what I'm saying? I know we're not in the Bible belt, but get your Bibles out if you have them. Or your phones out. Turn with me to Proverbs. The verbs. 25 too. Okay, let's go. If you're not there, you can get there. Check it out. It says this. It is the glory of God to conceal things. But the glory of kings is to search things out. Let me read that again. It is the glory of God to conceal things. But the glory of kings to search things out. Proverbs 25.2. You may want to asterisk that, underline it, highlight it, whatever you want to do. Because what I read here is this. I read that the Lord delights in hiding treasures for us. So, so we can delight together in the journey of finding it. I'm going to say that again. I believe here that the Lord delights in hiding things from us. So he and we can delight in finding things that he's hidden for us. I believe that he never hides things from us, but hides things for us. 
The question is, are you a casual seeker or are you hungry about pressing in for matters of the faith? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. You will be gorged. You will be overflowing. Because that's how God works. He's a God of abundance, right? He don't just give. He gives a lot. You know, double portion blessing. Come on, man. I got to work my butt off to take care of that double portion blessing too. So you're going to have to make extra vats when you get blessings, right? It's extra responsibility, but it's good. It's good. It's pressing in. It's pressing in. You see, it's, it's, I believe that the Lord wants us in a relationship in such a way that he's hiding things like crumbs on a trail for us to find. For us to pick up and pocket, pick up and pocket or eat or use or apply to our lives so that we can be all the better for it. I believe that when we're secure in our identity as sons and daughters, we're invited to explore even more that God has for us. I don't think that anybody here is even scratching the surface of what God has for us, including myself. And if you are satisfied If you are satisfied with where you're at, I challenge you. I challenge you. Wake up because there's more. Wake up. There's much more. There's so much more. So let's move in to Matthew 7, 7. Matthew 7, 7. You can turn there. You can click there. Peep the scripts. It says this. Keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on Knocking and the door will be open to you and the door will be open to you. Check it out. The key word in that is the action verb. The action verbs keep, 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 keep on, keep on, keeping on, keep on, keeping on, keep on asking and you will receive. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you for everyone. Check it out. This is Jesus words. This is red letter scripts. I call them the red scripts. Okay. These are red words for everyone who asks, receives everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. The door will be open. I feel that there are some doors to be opened still at Vineyard Northwest. I feel that there are some doors that have Vineyard's Northwest, Vineyard Northwest name on it that should be open, should be ran through. I'm going to go open that door, Lord. I'm going to keep knocking. I'm going to keep pressing in. I feel like there are some people who should come in here and realize that there's a Holy Spirit Wi-Fi in such a way that cancer is broken free. They break free from cancer. They, they break free from, from addictions. They're breaking free from Parkinson's disease. They're breaking free from AIDS when they walk through here. I believe that we can press into that. I'm tired of hearing stories about what's going on in Africa and India, y'all. I'm tired of hearing stories about what's going on out there somewhere far, far away. When we can press in here and be the cusp of breakthrough here. When we can be the epicenter here. When we can have the Holy Spirit running rampant here freely in every capacity here. I think we can do that. Some of y'all are like, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. Are y'all down with that? I hope so. Is this your hungry crowd right here, man? Is this your hungry crowd right here? I hope so. I hope so. We pressing in. If we're pressing in, I I don't know if that excites you, but that excites me. 
I want to see ears pop open like, blah, yes, the kingdom is here. Not for my glory, but for his glory. So when he comes and works through me, things happen. I want my shadow healing people. I want to teleport somewhere so I can go ahead and save some people for the gospel and teleport back home and then go lay in my bed. What? Come on, man. What? Come on, man. Let's go. I want to press in to where when people see me, all of a sudden they don't want to smoke weed no more. Come on, man. I want to be that salt and light in such a way that people see me, the gangbangers see me, and they want to repent. Now, I don't want power over people like that, but I want to be so attractive in such a way that when they see me, they have an awe, a holy moment. And they're like, whoa, something's different about you. What is it? I'm like, you want to know? It's the Jesus in me. You want some? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Ah, Okay. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Calm down. Tell me to calm down if I get out, out of hand, Wilson, okay? You, you just tell me to kind of give me a signal, right, if I'm scaring people up here. All right, all right, man. All right. So Matthew 15, 21 through 28, you know, let's go ahead and move there for a minute. I got another passage I just want to glean real quick in. And it's this. It's the passage of the Seraphonician woman. I love this passage. The Seraphonician woman, she teaches us all day what time it is. Check it out. It says this in verse 21. Then Jesus left Galilee and went north to the region of Tyre and Sidon. Peep it, peep game. Jesus, what's he doing moving from Galilee to Tyre and Sidon? He's going out of bounds. He's going out of the boundaries that he's supposed to be in for the nation of Israel, right? What's he doing going to Tyre and Sidon? Huh? This makes you say, hmm, what's he, what are you doing, Jesus? Well, you got up your sleeve because you know the disciples are saying the same thing. Where are we going? Where are we going to Tyre and Sidon? We out, we outside our limits. In verse 22 says this, a Gentile woman who, who lived there, a Gentile woman, okay, who lived there, the Seraphonician, came to him, came to him. Listen, this woman knows what time it is. This woman knows that this, she's a Gentile and he's a Jew. Clearly, she's a woman and that's a man. Clearly, she's uh, of the nation of Seraphonicia and he is the nation of the Israelites. Clearly, there are three marks against her to keep her back from pressing into him. But did that stop her? No. She came to him. She came to him. She's hearing things about him, hearing who he is. In fact, believing who she is, more importantly. None of my gods can take care of my daughter who's dying, who is demonized, oppressed, a severe oppressing of a demon. None of my gods in Seraphonicia can take care of my daughter I'm going to go to him out of desperation. I am desperate for a breakthrough. Are you desperate for a breakthrough? Are you breaking boundaries to go after the Lord and press in to him? It says here in verse 22, a Gentile woman came there, lived, who lived there came to him in verse 20, 20, following 22. Pleading, she's pleading. Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, for my daughter is possessed by a demon that torments her severely. But Jesus, what did he say? He didn't say nothing. He didn't even give a word. He's like, Jesus gave no reply. What? What is going on? 
Sometimes when it seems like you're knocking, sometimes when you seem like you're praying over and over again, sometimes when it seems like you're seeking, you're keep, you keep going after it and you don't hear a word. What do you do? It may seem like, it may seem like the, the heavens are silent. It may seem like the, that, that, that they're holding back blessing. It may seem like nothing is going to happen. But I believe this. I believe that there are certain things in the kingdom that are freely given and there are certain things that are available. Okay, let me explain freely given salvation, freely given a call of God, freely given a commission. But there are certain things that are that are available for not the casual seeker, but those that are violent in the faith for those that want to that want to press in. And I believe that Jesus Christ saw this in the Seraphonician and said, hey, I'm going to exercise that thing. I'm going to exercise that faith. I want to see how bad she actually really wants it. So she see how much she trusts in me says here, Jesus says this, gave no reply. And then the disciples, they urged him to send her away. Tell her to go away, the disciples said, right? She's bothering us with all this begging. You know what? What's funny is that the disciples had no idea what was going on. They had no idea that they were going to school. They had no idea. Like, man, listen, from what I can see, this Seraphonician woman has has no business getting at you like this. Send her away. What are you doing? You're not even saying nothing to the old girl. Come on, go. Get out of here. All while, all the while, there's a lesson to be learned here. There's a lesson to be learned here. Peep game. It says this in verse 24. Then Jesus said to the woman, I was sent only to help God's lost sheep, the people of Israel. Ouch, that sounds like a straight sting, like a diss, right? What's going on? What's Jesus doing? I don't believe Jesus was trying to diss. I believe Jesus was testing her her faith. I believe Jesus was trying to see what, what her response would be. And at the same time, training his disciples. Because disciples didn't know what was going on. But check her response out. Listen to her response in verse 25. But she came. She came anyways. Despite the response of Jesus. She's like, nah, nah. I know who you are, God. I know you're a good God. I know your character. I know who you are. And I'm not leaving here until I get a breakthrough. I'm not leaving here until I get a blessing. I will be here like Jacob, like their ancestors back in the day, wrestling until he got a blessing. I will stay here because I know you're a good God. I know your nature. You can't do the silent treatment on me like that. You can't do the little no. You can't reject me because I know you. You're good. And I heard about all the accounts of how you've healed demonized children. And you can heal. You can heal mine. You can heal mine. And it says here, it says, she came. She came and worshipped and worshipped. What are we doing if we don't hear a response from heaven? Are we worshipping or are we complaining? What are we doing when we're not hearing a response from the majesty? Are we worshiping or are we losing faith? Or is our faith waning? And like, ah, well, maybe it's not in the cards for me. This woman had the audacity. She had the gumption to go to Jesus, not only to go to him, but to keep going after she was perceived to be rejected and worshiped him. Praise you, Lord. I will praise your holy name. I will, I will focus on you. I will focus on you no matter 
what. And I will continue to declare your goodness no matter what. No matter what the circumstances. Listen, I have diabetes. And I've been praying and praying and praying for 15 years to be healed of this thing. And nothing. Each time I pray, it's like nothing's happened. I still check my sugars. I still have to take pills and all that. And I still have to take care of myself. Listen, I'm not claiming or declaring and and agreeing with diabetes. I'm saying that I still have diabetes running through my blood. It's two different things. But I want to press in all the more. I'm still contending all the more. And I'm still worshiping while I'm at it. And I'm still making his name famous. To add insult to injury, I'm praying for other people and they're getting healed of diabetes. I'm like, what God, what's going on, bro? I thought that was your boy right here, you know? <laughs> what? You get, you get, okay, okay. I'm going to keep pressing it. Keep going after it. I'm, I'm going to keep going after it. All the while, make sure that my heart posture is right to worship him and to know that he's good. Because the enemy will come in like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. And what's he wanting to devour? Your faith. He wants to devour your faith. Your faith is the most prized possession that you can own. You remember when, G, when Peter, when Jesus came at Peter and Jesus was like, hey, Peter, the enemy wants to eat your lunch. The enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy you. The enemy wants to sift you like wheat. But I prayed for you. I got your back. I, I got you. I, I, I interceded for you. You know what he interceded for? He didn't intercede for him that his family would be well. He didn't intercede that his ministry would go well. He didn't intercede that he, he, would, he would have uh, it all made and be living in a life, of, uh, a life of luxury and never be persecuted. No, he didn't pray for any of that. You know what he prayed for? Hey, I got you. I got your back. I prayed for you that your faith may not fail. He said that I pray for your faith that it may not fail. The enemy is after the prized possession and that prized possession is your faith. If he can get you to second guess God, if he can get you to second guess his goodness, if he can get you to second guess him in any way, shape, form, then he knows, the enemy knows that he got you on the ropes. How do we renew our faith? We worship him. We keep pressing in. We keep stepping out and saying, hey, God, I love you. I adore you. You are good. You are good. I glean truth. I meditate on truth. I will study your word. I will meditate on who you are despite my circumstances. I believe in you. We sing it all the time. I believe in you. I don't know if that's lyrics. Is that lyrics? Okay, good. You know, I'm near the God of miracles. Come on, we we sing this stuff, but do we really believe it? Do we really believe it? We are declaring this stuff, but do we really believe it? See, the enemy knows when you're playing yourself, when you're in the church saying, hey, I believe in you, I believe in you, but what's your like when you're at home by yourself? Hey, I believe in you, I believe in you. The next thing you know, you go home like, man, I really don't believe what I'm I'm supposed to believe in. Lord, help me in my unbelief. And that's fine. That's a good place to be. But recognize and admit it. So you can get help, get prayer, get ministry prayer. Do whatever you can to grow your faith. Grow in the measure of your faith. Okay, I kind of went on a little rabbit trail. Let's get back. Let's get back here. It says here, Jesus responded. Jesus responded. So so the woman came at him, pleading, worshiping him, pleading him, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. And then Jesus responds, isn't it, it isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. Okay. 
What? Now, 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 listen, in this day and age, if we're calling the girl female dog, then that's kind of bad, right? It's wrong. But he ain't calling her no female dog like that. Like back in the day, that's what it, metaphorically, it meant a lot of different things. Well, basically, a dog was back in the day was a scavenger that was homeless, that was looking for, that was begging a beggar, you know, a, a person that had no home, had no God, looking for a God. Okay, so we're going to move on. It says this. It isn't right for children to, to, from, to steal food, to take food from children and throw it to dogs. Children, nation of Israel, dogs, scavengers. Okay, so you see the casual seeker though, this is crazy. The casual seeker probably would have given up by now. Oh, well, heal is not in the cards for me. Oh, well, diabetes aren't in the cards. Uh, being healed from diabetes, you know, isn't, isn't for me in this lifetime. Getting healed from, from X, Y, and Z isn't, isn't for me. I, I might as well be wheelchair. I'm, I'm wheelchair bound the whole time, my, my whole life. I'm, I'm on the walker my whole life. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to deal with the fact that I got cancer. Oh, well, it's not in the cards for me. No, a casual seeker. Yes, a casual seeker would have given up. But the seeker that wants to press in, wants to keep pressing in. The ones that wants to have fierce faith, the ones that embody fierce faith, they keep pressing in. They keep pressing in. You see, this woman wasn't a casual seeker. She wasn't a window shopper. She was about real fierce faith. Let's move on. It says, verse 27. That's true, Lord. Here's her response to that. Here's her response to that. Just this crazy diss, it seemed, right? That's true, Lord. But even the dogs are allowed to eat the scraps that fall beneath the master's table. Whoa. Man, this woman has fierce faith. This woman is going after it. She's negotiating. She said, I'm not leaving here until I get a blessing. I'm not leaving here until I get a breakthrough. I'm not leaving. You know, you can sit here and say whatever you want to say, Lord, but I know your true character. Man, my daughter is being severely oppressed by a demon. I tried all the other gods and, I can't, and they, they can't do nothing. In verse 28, what's Jesus say? Dear woman. Jesus said to her, your faith is great. Your request, your request is granted. And her daughter was instantly healed. Bam, breakthrough. Bam, breakthrough. Boom, breakthrough. It, this woman sought her breakthrough despite all the rounds and attempts and everything. She got her breakthrough. And I'm sure this exchange was probably the best thing that happened in Jesus' day back then. And Jesus that day, you know, the two... That was probably the best thing that happened to Jesus that day. That's what I'm trying to say. To, to, to see a Gentile woman packing more faith than the nation of Israel combined. Like, I'm sure they were like, you know, the disciples were kind of scratching their head like, what in the world's going on? I don't understand what's going on. Listen, it's impossible to please God without faith. And Hebrews 11.6 tells us that all day. It's impossible to please God without faith. We, faith. we see this time and time and time again. Can I get someone up here to play keys for me real quick? Where's my homeboy Tyler here? My man Tyler out. Can you go ahead and have him come up? That'd be great. But time and time and time again, we see uh, that it's great and it pays off to be a petition or a persistent petitioner. It pays off to continue to keep pressing in. It pays off to keep going after it, to apply Matthew 7, 7. It pays off. And we see that in scripture in Luke 18, one through eight, the parable of a persistent widow. We've seen that parable. We've heard probably that parable. If, you, if not, go back and read that. That's a great story. And in Daniel ten twelve, we see Daniel's prayer that was delayed 
from the demonic realm. But her, his persistence was acknowledged. He kept going after it. We saw it with Elijah. We saw it with Elijah where he prayed for rain seven times. And on the seventh time, it finally rained. The question is, how desperate are you? Are you going to just give up after the first, second, third time it doesn't happen? Or are you going to press in? Are you going to give up with the, the third, fourth, fifth time it doesn't happen? Or are you going to keep pressing in? Is your faith growing or decreasing? Is your faith growing or decreasing? My personal, you know, I, I personally was hungry to see more of God play out in my life. Like I wanted the Holy Spirit to come in my life in such a way that I read, I would read in books all these people. Like I would read God's generals. If you haven't read God's generals, get a book, read it. It's awesome. I get inspired by people who were revivalists and healing evangelists and people who are used by God in powerful, powerful ways. But I'm reading this book and I'm reading John G. Lake get hit with the Spirit of God in such a way, in a profound way that changed his life. And then I'm like, all right, that's cool. And then I'm seeing William Seymour and I'm like my goodness this guy got hit and rocked in a profound way that changed his life and I'm like oh my goodness and then John G. Lake I mean all these people uh, Marie Edder Woodsworth or Woodsworth Edder I mean all these people John Alexander Dewey and I'm like God I am jealous I am mad I want to be used like that I want to press in like that and then I'm seeing people like Randy Clark and Bill Johnson. And I'm like, man, these guys are talking about the fire of God coming on them in such a way that it changed their life. They once was this way and now they're this way using, being used in a major way. And I'm like, God, I want that. I'm pressing in for that. And so I did. I started pressing in for it. I'm like, I'm going after that. I want the baptism of fire. I want it. And then the baptism of fire is found in Matthew 3.11. So y'all know I'm not just making stuff up. It says there that John the Baptist said, hey, I baptize with water. But Jesus, he will baptize with the Holy Spirit and fire. Holy Spirit and fire. I wanted the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I got that. And I was like, God, I got the Holy Spirit. I'm speaking in the tongues. I'm going after it. I'm, I'm just, I got the witness of the Spirit. I'm like, let's go. But I want the fire too. I want, I want whatever I can keep getting. And then after a while, I'm pressing in. Nothing's happening. I'm like, God, I'm trying to make things happen. I'm trying to manufacture something. Nothing's happening. And I'm like, all right, God, I want to go to these conferences. Todd White spoke at this one conference. And Todd White was talking about baptism of fire. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I want that. I want, that's exactly what I want. Todd said, okay, if you want a baptism of fire, you can come up here and we're going to pray and it's going to come. And I'm like, awesome. First person up there. Let's go. It was crowded up there. Got people to my left, people to my right. And I'm praying. And I'm like, he's like, all right, come Holy Spirit, let's give it to him. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm ready. I'm psyching myself up, right? I'm ready, I'm ready. Nothing. My like, man, what's going on? I'm looking to my I'm looking to my left. I see guys laid out, yelling and all that. I'm like, damn, Come on, guys, give it to me. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm just coming. It's coming. And it felt, I felt like literally it just passed right over me and went to the next man. This guy's like regurgitating something. Like, I'm like, what the heck? What's going on? Okay. God, give it to me. Give it to me. I'm like, what? What's going on? Everybody's laid out. And I'm the only one standing looking like a moron up there. 
I'm like, man, what is going on, man? God, all right, fine. I'm just going to bless people then. Fine. Uh, I'm just going to bless people. And I went home. I was, uh, to be honest with you, I was a little bummed. I was a bummed out. I was like, God, you kind of like, like, I think you kind of were playing games with me because I've been asking for this in my secret place. I've been pressing in for this in my secret place. And man, you, I didn't get anything. What's going on? So then I was like, all right, all right, all right. I'm just going to keep pressing in. I'm going to keep going after I was interning under Putty Putman, my boy Putty. He, uh, he's the elite school of kingdom ministry. You've probably heard of him. He's a great bro, great bro of mine. Him and I are tight. When, we, when, we, when I was interning under him, one of the culminations of our internship experience was, was a missions trip to Mexico. So I'm going to Mexico, Zacatecas. And, uh, and I'm praying. I'm like, God, I, I, want, I want more, I want more, I want more. Should I tell Putty this is what I'm praying for? The Lord's like, don't tell him anything. Just keep it between you and I. I'm like, all right, fine, fine. I was like, putty, you know, I consider this trip the culmination of our experience. He's like, oh, awesome, dude, awesome. Let's, this is going to be fun. So we go out there and we see amazing things, amazing things. But in the, in the back of my mind, I'm like, God, you know, did you forget about my request? About fifth night in, we're, in the, we're on a rooftop of Mexico. And uh, we're praying with groups of people spread out on the rooftop. And I'm in a group of three other ladies and uh, dear and near to my heart. And uh, we're praying. And I kind of had a, I didn't have a humble attitude, put it that way. I thought I knew exactly because we had to pray for why we were there and what we were doing. And if God's going to be moving and everything else and la, 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 la. And I'm like, you know what? I know exactly why I'm here. I'm going to just bless you guys and pray for you guys. And now and we're, we can go. We can go. Is that cool? And like, well, we're going to pray. We, we prayed. We prayed. We prayed. And then they were like, okay, Clay, your turn. I'm like, ah, I'm good. And they're like, no, Clay, we're going to pray for you. All right, fine. Let's go ahead and pray for me. And I kind of had my, 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 my hands closed out. You know what I mean? Like this. I'm like, I don't want the spirit to come on me. I, don't, I want this to be quick. Okay? I want this to be quick. Again, the wrong attitude. So I'm like this. And, and, and one person's praying for me. Then the next person praying for me. And I'm like, yeah, that was good. That was good. That was good. All right, cool, cool. Then Denise, my homegirl Denise, laid her hands on me and started blessing me. And as she laid her hands on me about, about a minute in, I felt a little jolt like like a, like a jolt that went from here to my body. And I was like, whoa. And people were like, Clay, you okay? And I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. Did you, did you feel that? He's like, no, what's wrong? I'm like, that's really weird. Okay, fine, fine. You know what? Then I, and I opened my hands up to receive a little bit. Like, okay, I don't know what's going on. I just want to be ready for whatever, right? So the next time she prayed for me again, she laid her hands on me. She continued praying. And after a while, I felt another jolt like, oh, and I'm like waking people up from their slumber and prayer over there. You know what I mean? And, and not, not they were sort of asleep. I'm like playing. But they, that was like being loud. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm being so loud, but I, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, Clay, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I think I'm okay. Like, I don't know what's going on. This is the first time this has happened to me. So we, again, we re-engage in prayer again. So she lays her hands on me and, 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 and this time they, they, she starts to bump up a notch and pray, pray even more fervent. And the next thing you know, I'm feeling more jolts. This time, three, four in a row. And I'm like, oh, 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 what is going on? And then I felt like an angel came at that very hour. In my mind, I can see an angel come next to me and say, get to the ground now because what's about to come, you're going to need to be on the floor. <laughs> And I felt him kind of shovel me up and scoop me off. And the whole while I'm like, oh, 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 on the ground. 
down and I'm shaking and I'm kind of like convulsing a little bit. And everybody's like, Clay, what's wrong? People were like, what's wrong? They were kind of in panic mode and putties in the background like, it's okay. It's okay. I've seen this before. If you know putty, you know what I'm talking about, right? You know, so, so I'm like, he's like, it's okay. Just back up. Just back up. Oh, so this is happening now, huh? Okay, Holy Spirit. So, you know, you know, nothing faces to do, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nothing faces. But I'm hurting. I'm on the ground, and this amplified. And the next thing you know, every time someone says, more, Lord, it seems like they're poking me with a cattle prod. Oh, 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 oh. And I was just in so much pain, but I knew exactly what was going on. The baptism of fire has arrived. It came and it came hard. It was amplified times 10. Every time someone touched me, I would smack their hand away very hard because it hurt so much, but yet I wanted it more. It was that tension. I wanted it all, but yet take your hand off me lest I die. I thought I was going to die up there. People were looking out for the Mexican police because they thought someone was dying on the rooftop. I was yelling. It was it was as though you were on fire and I wanted to take off all my clothes. And Putty was like, bro, leave your clothes on. Leave your clothes on. You're going to be okay. I wanted to get bucket naked. I didn't care what anybody thought about me. I didn't care. I was a man on fire. And every time someone said, more, Lord, it intensified even more. It was going at this intensity for at least 30 minutes the whole rooftop was cleared out because I kept circling around like a madman it was was the most excruciating yet enjoyable experience I've ever had and in that time when I finally can calm down and can understand a semblance of what was going on I felt like I saw a vision in in the heavens open up and there's a ladder and angels ascending and descending and as I'm looking at him like wow what's going on Lord and I felt like I heard his voice say Clay what do you want <laughs> what okay first of all when, when God asks you that you don't just make something up and just give it back to him I had to think about it a little bit I felt like he said what is it that you want you know, you got the attentions of heaven. You got what you want. What do you, how do you want me to bless you? I was laying there in aftershock mode. This is about 45 minutes in. I'm getting aftershocks and I'm, I'm crying. I'm, 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 and no one's on the rooftop. It's only me and God. And I'm like, God, in my heart, I'm speaking to him. God, I want to be used by you. In such a way that I don't care one iota of what people think about me. I want to be secure in your idea. I want to be secure in you. I want to be secured as a son so that I be used. And at no point in my ministry do I want to care what anybody thinks of me as I represent you. And he said at that minute, I believe that clay of God was born. He gave me the ministry. Say, you're going to be my clay that I'm going to use. And I'm like, God, I'll be your clay. I'll be the clay of God. I'll do whatever it is. I will be pliable in whatever capacity. 
if you have me planting churches, going on mission trips, doing travel, I don't care. I want to be used by you because I want to be more. I want to press into the more with you. I want to explore the more with you, Lord. And at that point, we kept having conversation. Then and one of my good friends, Denise, came up because she was shaking because of the aftershocks and she was on the ground and she was eventually speaking as though I was actually talking to Jesus himself. In my mind, everything that I said in my mind, she was just out, out just speaking out responses to that. And I'm like, I'm, I'm speaking and then there would be a conversation and exchange, go back and forth. It was crazy. It was the craziest experience. There's so much more to that. But for the sake of time. That day is what changed my life. That day is what changed me to, to, to be on grind for God in a new way, in a crazy off the meter way. When I came back home, I started preaching for our staff. I started preaching for other churches. I started going out there and preaching with authority, preaching with fire, inspiring and everything. And I'm thinking to myself, what's going on, Lord? People will come to me and like, Clay, that was amazing. And I thought that, that was kind of whack. No, it was amazing. And I'm like, oh my goodness, God, what's going on? I'm seeing people healed. I'm seeing people come to Jesus more often, more often. It was just easy. I would go on Walmart and on for it and an hour and see three people come to Jesus. And I'm like, what's going on, Lord? But I love it. But this is awesome. I want, want more of that, Lord. Give me more of that. Ever since that day, four years ago, I continue to keep pressing in for even more. I continue to keep pressing in for even more. I'm not living off of that experience. I'm only using it as an illustration that we can have more. I was going, I, I was weary in seeking it. I was, I was growing a little weary, but I had to remember who I was and step out and allow my faith to rise. My faith had to rise. Philippians 3, 14, 3, 13, 14 became real to me. It says, brothers, I do not consider that I've made it on my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind, but straining forward for what lies ahead, I will press on towards the goal and the prize of the upward call. Forgetting what lies behind, forgetting what lies on the sidelines, forgetting what lies to the left and to the right, I press on, I press on, I strain forward with all of me. I take an attitude that all I want to do is press in to what you have for me. I press on to the upward call. I press on to the goal of the prize of the upward call. Everyone here has upward calls on their lives, whether you realize it or not, whether you are living in it or not, whether you're scratching the surface on it or just playing games with it or not. You all have an upward call. You all have an upward call. So when the prayers aren't answered, I keep, I will encourage you to keep praying like the Seraphonician woman. When your prayers aren't fulfilled, when things aren't happening, you feel like things are just passing you by, passing you up. I provoke you. I double dog dare you to embody a fierce faith like the Seraphonician woman. Let's not grow weary in doing good. I believe that there's some people here who've been praying for tongues. 
I pray, I believe that there's some people here who've been praying for a breakthrough of the Holy Spirit, that they be baptized by the Holy Spirit. I, I believe that there are people here who have been praying to receive a baptism of love, a.k.a. a baptism of fire. I believe that there are some people here who want to be released from the pain that they've been living in dramatically, from disease, from hurt, from being crippled, whatever the case may be. In fact, everybody stand up. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Put your hands on your heart. Put your hands out. Just get in the position where you just want to receive right now. I'm going to invite Holy Spirit to come. Holy Spirit, come in this place. Fill us up. 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 Come, Holy Spirit, come. Like the wind. Like the wind. Like the wind. get distractions out of here in Jesus name let's just tune and dial into him Mm, thank you Jesus ah yes Lord come more Lord more Lord have your way Lord have your way Lord we want to press in we are done with the games we want to press in to you in to see your face yes Lord if you're feeling tingles if you're feeling heat if you're feeling shaking you're shaking whatever you feel like the presence of God is on you you feel just different you feel like your heart's about to leap out your chest whatever the case may be if that's you come up here right now More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. Have your way with them. 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 More. The Lord's selecting people right now. He's selecting people right now to be used in a mighty, powerful way. More. 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 More, more fire. Back, 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 back. Can I get some catchers up here? Back, back. Can I get some catchers up here? It's getting real. Come on. I need some catchers up here. Musa. More, 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 more. Firefall, firefall. More. Have your way, Lord. There is no manufacturing of anything going on. It's only Holy Spirit doing what he can only do. Holy Spirit, do what you can only do. Baptism of fire, baptism of love, baptism of the Holy Spirit. 
Father, whatever the case is, Father, you know the need. Give it to them, Lord. For those that are not casually seeking, for those that have been pressing in, we pray right now that they, their desires on their hearts be fulfilled now in a crazy off the hook meter in a crazy off off the hook way in Jesus name more Lord more Lord more Lord more Lord more Lord more Lord more more thank you Jesus more fire 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 more for our heart fuego in our heart fuego in his heart now in Jesus name Jesus name Jesus name Jesus name more 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 fire fall 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 fire fall in jesus name father come on darla and give her more lord god than she's ever gotten before in her life right now in jesus name fill her up even more in jesus name more i feel like there's something shedding off you darla I feel like there's some uh, some things shedding off of you, sister. I'm seeing right now, like layer after layer. There's some things, some deep things that he's doing in your heart right now, sister. You're you're a diamond. You're a diamond, and he's even just pulling back even more of that rough. He's pulling even more of the rough, and even hurt, rejection, whatever the case may be. I believe that there's things that he's removing right now from your heart and I believe it's going to happen right now where there's going to be a renewing of the commission of your life renewing of the dreams of your heart dust off the sword girl dust off the sword girl and get back in the kingdom business because you have a rightful place in the kingdom destiny here Darla bless her bless her bless her thank you Jesus thank you Jesus bless him Aaron yeah bless him God is on this brother. God is singing over him. I feel like angels are singing over this man right here. More, Lord. More, Lord. And my sister right here, God is all over you. God is all over you. He's, 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 I believe that there is more that he's wanting to show you. There's more that he's wanting to continue to do with you. I believe that there is some reconciliation that you're going to step into with even family. For some reason, I see, I hear reconciliation for family that he's going to do through you, through you. And I believe that it's happening soon as you continue to keep pressing in and praying, praying for that breakthrough. Never losing sight that God is good. Never losing sight that your faith will wane in every way. In Jesus' name, I believe that Believe that you, your faith is rising. Continue to keep rising, rising up in Jesus' name. More, 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 more. More, 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 more. More, more, more. Thank you, Jesus. More, 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 more. Come here. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, Lord. Get him. 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 Yeah, get him. Thank you, Father, for my brother. Thank you, Father, for my brother. More love. More love. Flow through. More love. More love. More love. More love. Thank you, Father, for my sister in Jesus' name. You are a powerful vessel he's going to use. He's going to continue to use the breakdown boundaries, the breakdown obstacles. Don't be afraid. Stop being afraid because God's with you. If God's for you, who can be against you? Who can be against you? So thank you, Father, for my sister, Lord God. Continue to bless her, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. <sighs> Jesus' mighty name. Father, I bless my sister, Lord God. She's an oak of righteousness, yes, an oak of righteousness. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Father God. She's steadfast in faith. But, Father, take her to a new level, new level. 
may, may, the, may the walls of conventional wisdom be just taken out right now in Jesus name may the, may the boundaries of what may seem right to a man be gone be eradicated Jesus name more more and I just take off anything that tries to hold her back from her kingdom destiny you live out loud like a barbarian princess in Jesus name you are amazing you're amazing amazing be blessed be blessed be blessed whoa there you go there we go there we go there we go more 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 Lord more Lord thank you father for my my sister more more Holy Spirit do it you do it Holy Spirit you do it you do it Holy Spirit Cut her deep, cut her deep, cut her deep, Lord. Cut her deep, Lord. Holy Spirit, come upon her, Lord. Give her that fire. Give her that fire so that she continues to take her ministry to another level. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you more, 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 more. You are holy, righteous, and redeemed. You're holy, righteous, and redeemed. And you belong. You belong in the God, in the God family. You belong. You're rightful where you are. And he loves everything about you. And he wants you to continue to delight in the journey that he has for you. So go. Be released. 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 More. 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 More, Lord. More. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, yes, yes. This warrior S. Warrior S. Oh. Warriors, thank you, Father God, for my sister. Courageous, like a Caleb spirit upon you. Courageous. But God's calling you and saying, you know what? I want you to go higher. I want you to continue to be prompted to follow me even more. Take more, take more risk. Step out in more faith in Jesus' name. You are, uh, you are a pioneer. I believe that there's been a pioneer spirit just embedded upon you, sister. I believe that you've broken boundaries, more boundaries than you thought you could. And, 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 and as a result thereof, being in Jesus. But Jesus is saying there's still more territory to take. Don't get satisfied. <laughs> more territory to take. Brother, you are amazing. Lord. I just bless my brother in Jesus' name. Awaken his heart. Both. Both hearts. Jesus' name. My mic. Bed. More, Lord. Jesus 24-7 on him, Lord. Get him. Get him, Lord. What's his name? Father, I bless Josh that you impart more on Josh than he could ever imagine. Hold him, hold him, hold him. Don't let him wild out too much. There's people right there. Father, more, Lord, more, Lord. We don't want to contain Holy Spirit. We just want to make sure we contain, help other people not get knocked in the head. More, Lord. More, Lord. Amplify it more. More, Lord, fire of God fall on them, Lord, in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. More. More, Lord, my sister, Lord God. <laughs> fire. She's a firework, Lord God. Continue to bless her, Lord God. Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. More, 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 more. Yeah, yeah. Go deep, go deep. Yeah, just let it happen. Just let it happen. Let it happen. Really, just receive it. Receive it. Go, 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 go. Go, 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 go. Oh, oh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, oh. Hold her, hold her, hold her, hold her. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
You're a daughter. You're a daughter whom you are loved. You are loved by Papa. Papa loves you. Oh, Papa loves you so much. And he wants you to, to know that. He wants you to know that before he takes you anywhere on the mission field. He wants you to know that you have a mission-filled desire. You have a mission-filled desire to make his name famous more in unconventional ways. He wants you to know that he loves you first and foremost. That you need to be rooted in his identity. That you not even derail, to be distracted from the call of God on your life. You have an amazing call, fivefold call, just like you have a fivefold call, sister. Commission her, Lord. Commission her, Lord. Fire, 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 fire. Fire, fire, fall. Give her the desires of her heart. Got to do. Got Fire, fall. Rivers of living water flow, 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 flow. More, 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 more. I bless my man. Give him more of his dreams and desires, more joy unspeakable that will never go away. Just drink deep drafts of him. Drink deep drafts. Deep draft. Can I get the ministry team to come up and bless? If you're on the ministry team, or if you're not laid out and you're on the ministry team, that's fine if you're on the ministry team laid out. But if you're on the ministry team, you want to come up and bless what God is doing right here. Come on up and bless what God is doing up here. If you are back there and you are feeling kind of um, left out, God didn't leave you out. God has a plan for you. So what I want you to do is this. If there's anybody here in the back right now, that can hear me, if you can hear me, if you have a pain in your body, raise your hand. Standing only back there in the crowd, raise your hand. Okay. So if you have your hand up, I want three people, four or five people, however many, to go to those people right now with their hands up. Keep your hand up. If you're sitting down back there and you're not doing anything, I need you to come in and start praying for these people. We're going to pray for these people right here, right there. We have a lady back there sitting down. We have a, a guy back there by Wilson, I think. We have a guy in a hat right there. Yes. Oh, we have a lady back. Yes. Thank you. Can you make sure that they guess? So let's pray for healing. And we're going to go for command prayers. In Jesus' name, be healed. We're going to see more healings, signs, miracles, wonders by the commission that's taking place tonight from this church in Jesus' name. We want to press in and believe for that. We want to believe for that. We want to believe. Believe. Thank you, Jesus. Can you sing a little bit? Get a song going.
surrounds us, surrounds us. Yes, breakthrough. We press in for breakthrough, Lord. The reason why we do this is for more breakthrough, Lord, for the world. For the sake of the world, we want to burn brighter, Lord. Okay, so if you are if you are prayed for. For healing. You've been healed. Raise your hand. One, two, three, four, five. Five people. Praise the Lord. 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 We got a mic. We got a microphone. We got a mic. Who wants to come up and give their testimony up here real quick? Who wants to come up and give a testimony real quick? Don't be selfish. It's God's glory. Come on. Come on up here. What's your name? Chris. Check, check. Okay. Chris. Okay. So, um, Chris, what happened, bro? Well, uh, I just, he's been healing my heart um, to not be so angry. Okay. And uh, to, to deal with frustration in the people. And I just feel that anger's gone. I feel like I can, I can just go out and deal with the unbelievers or the people that say, "Oh, well, you know, your God isn't this or that or whatever." Right. And I, I don't have to be angry about it. Praise the Lord, man. Praise God, bro. Yes. Yes. Ages of change, right there. Who else? Who else has something? The physical healing that you're healed from, emotional healing. Okay, what's your name, bro? Uh, Jason. Jason, what happened? Uh, I was in a, a bad car crash about about 14 months ago, and I had a lot of bad back trouble, and I had this constant tingling of nerves in my back, and as soon as I had praying over me within a matter of five minutes, it was completely gone. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Who else has something they want to share? Darla, come on up, man. Come on up. Come on up, homegirl. All right, just for the video, what's your name? Oh, I'm Darla. Okay, what happened, Darla? Well, you hit the nail on the head when you were speaking to me down um, while I was standing down here tonight. And I almost didn't even come up because I was like, but I'm pressing in for more. Amen. I am, what God was speaking to me tonight after this was that um, I I was struggling with issues of just things from my past and shame and regret and and rejection and all of that. And I felt God saying to me today that he's removing those, he's removing thoughts from my, he's rewiring my brain and he's removing thoughts from my memory, you know, from my brain, the patterns of thinking that he's removing those things. Um, so, Amen. and I, I believe it. Amen. <laughs> Give me a hug, girl. You're a mighty woman of God, Darla. Watch out. Watch out for Darla. She's on the move. Come on. Anybody else have any, anything they want to share? Another testimony. Let me get one more. Don't be shy. It's okay. Come on up. 
Okay, so what's your name? I'm Deb. Okay, Deb, what, ha- what happened, Deb? <laughs> I've had so much loss and brokenness, and I've just been crying out to the Lord to come redeem. Right. And as people prayed, I just kept seeing the Lord take boxes and bags and suitcases of all oh the loss goodness. and brokenness oh and load goodness. up a cargo plane. Wow. Just taking it away, just kept going. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Oh, you're amazing. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing. And that's what it's all about, y'all. This is what it's all about here, y'all. Being so secure in our identity. Being released from all kinds of baggage. Being refined in such a way that we can shine brighter and brighter and brighter for Jesus. This is a... What just happened just now for some individuals, I believe your ministry is going to take off to a whole new level. For other people, you're going to be able to treat yourself better. Think better about yourself. Feel better about yourself. Feel like, feel about yourself what the heavens feel about you. Fathers, there may be countless amounts of breakthrough from countless different scenarios and circumstances. But the issue here is this, that we get right in such a way that we can go out and make it a harder place to go to hell. Amen? Amen. 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 God bless you guys. You're amazing. All right. All right. Well, amazing night, you guys. So good. Come back tomorrow morning. We have service at 9.30 and 11.30. And Clay is actually giving a different message each service. So at 9.30, there's one sermon, and then at 11.30, another sermon. So you want to be here for both. But thank you guys all for coming. Have an amazing night. Glad that you visited Vineyard Northwest.